Welcome to Fate and Fables, my name is Matthew Jackson, your DM. We had the final chapter of Escape from Nadir last time, and as such, we shall move away from the Goblin and Hobgoblin Scrad and Thunk, and away from the Dwarven Cleric Gwynberil. It is time instead to be transported once again to the city of Drakesfell, to listen to the gnomes Edvard and Jaren enact out more of their unique diplomacy. This fable was recorded in front of a live audience at the Improv Conspiracy Theatre. This is The Hunger of Hell's Pass. You can see that he is about three feet tall. He has pointed ears. He sort of looks like a very short elf. You can see uh, wrapped around his whole body are fine silks of varying colors and textures. You can see he has a braided beard with lots of different rings and, and gemstones, so many piercings around his nose and eyes. He is one of two gnomish diplomats from the Isle of Joy, which leads me to the second of uh, my players, Luke Mason. playing a gnome from the Isle of Joy. His name is Jaron Jeeves Brambledank. You can see he has purple hair, pointed ears, a very cavalier uh, leather jacket. He has slung over his shoulder a, a lute with a blade along the edge so that it's sort of like an axe, a lute axe, he calls it. Um, these two gnomes are brothers in all but blood and they have gone on countless adventures together. Uh, one weaves magic through words and song. The other has trained his body so finely that you can see the energy moving through his opponents. <laughs> you have to imagine. 
So, we see these two gnomes uh, in a bustling city, uh, and within that city, a hearty tavern, uh, where music is playing, uh, people are moving back and forth with, with jugs of ale. You can see there is a dwarven man behind the bar with a thick uh, red beard braided over, just polishing a glass. Uh, people seem to be dancing in the centre of the room. What would Edvard and Jaren be doing? Definitely dancing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a crowd of people. Uh, there are uh, just people staring in awe. Some of these people have never even seen a gnome before. Uh, there's a half-orc man sitting in the corner that just sort of looks quite discerned with the, these children that seem to be dancing about. Um, you... Uh, find that uh, the bartender seems to appreciate uh, your dance quite well, um, as it is quite a good dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, as you tire out and, and you go to sit, you see the bartender come over to you with two flagons of ale. You do, boys. This one's on the house. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you for putting a smile on me. Oh, okay. Anytime. Anytime. And he quickly goes back to uh, care for the other patrons. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Um, it's at this moment you see uh, the door swing open. Um, there's like a bit of cold air. A man clad in uh, sort of a full plate chest piece. He has sort of like a metal helmet with chainmail dangling off over his shoulders. You can see he has the Drakesfell crest of a dragon in chains uh, emblazoned onto his armour. Uh, he seems to come into the room looking around. Are there are there any gnomes? Yes. Uh, Edvard and Jaren? Yes, that's it's us. Hello. Oh, that's oh, us. Yes, of course. Sorry, hard to miss. Um, <laughs> uh, I have something for you. Uh, Do we know you? Don't think. Oh, I, I've heard of you. Some Are you a messenger from the King and Queen of Drakesfell? Yes, Lord, Lord and Lady Dawnside. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, Should we read it? One word each. Uh, uh, as just, is the way. As is the way <laughs> on the Isle of Joy. By royal decree. Both Jared G. Brambledown and Whitewell are summoned for a royal audience with the Lord and Lady Dawnside. <laughs> and a nice little picture. Is that, uh, is that normally what gnomes do? Oh, yes. Every day. We can't actually read unless there's another gnome with us. So read. <laughs> that seems difficult. How, how do you do... Our society is crumbling. We, we, we go around and dance. It's a buddy system. Well, you, you, you've got the message. I must take you to Lord and Lady Dawnstar. Uh, you're taking us. Well, yes. Oh, we'll take ourselves, thanks very much. <laughs> you can follow us if you like. No, well, I'm... I, security is... Tightened up quite a bit here in Drakesville, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to need to escort you. Do you want to drink first? N no, I don't want to. <laughs> Come on, are you sure? Look, I'm dead. Are you sure? <laughs> you know what? All <laughs> right. Stop. Stop. Let's all drink. Drink. Skull, 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 skull. And he does. Fine. Like, <laughs> He has no problem. You get the impression this soldier, it's not the first time he's chugged some ale. Uh, he slams it back down on the table. All right, now, come with me. All right, all right. He leads you out uh, of Drakesfell, um, out of that tavern specifically, uh, the Firebelly Inn, and up along the cobbled streets of Drakesfell. There are people out there 
hanging up the washing uh, from the line between uh, the houses. Um, there's a lot of like hewn stone. It's a very old city. Uh, there's a couple of carts being wheeled along by different um, the peasantry of the Ain't town, townsfolk, full of manure. Okay, moving on. Uh, you, you get you get like sort of the looks from the townsfolk as they see you go past because you're you're dressed so um, so differently to all the other townsfolk. You you definitely stick out with both of you having your your magical weapons uh, adorning your side. You've got a, a gleaming scimitar with a red ruby in the pommel, and similarly you have a long uh, sword that sort of looks like a tuning fork. Uh, that has been sort of like drawn out and there are several bells hanging off at the, the jangle slightly as you walk. Um, you even see like, uh, uh, there's like one lady who is just like watering her pants as you, as you go by, she's just like... <laughs> Hello! Nice to meet you! What's your name? My name's Gwenda. <laughs> Hello Gwenda! Nice pants there! I love succulents myself! <laughs> so you can see that she's like over-watering it, there's water just spilling out. Um, <laughs> it seems that the guard seems to like usher you up. Come on guys, no, no time to talk. By the way, guard, what's your name? <laughs> uh, uh, my name's Darren. Nice Darren. to meet you, Darren. We, we don't usually walk off with strangers, but you gave us a letter, so that makes it better. <laughs> so as you approach uh, the uh, top of the city, you see like sort of built up at the top of the hill is uh, Drakesfell's Palace. Mm. Um, like gleaming parapets, you can see that there, there sort of seem to be like these flying creatures that fly off and around, you, you sort of squint and Edvard, you can just make out uh, the sight of a griffin with a person mounted Darren, look, just Griff flying. <laughs> Griffins everywhere. Where? The sky's blacked out by them. <laughs> <laughs> just Griffins. Did you say I could see them? <laughs> you see now the yes. multiple <laughs> Griffins in the yes. um, And soon you're led in through the palace doors. Um, and quickly led up the steps, you can see servants going back and forth, um, and you are led right up into the throne room where you see, sitting on two thrones, are a silver and gold dragon. And what this means is a person who sort of, it's a human but with scales, and their face is sort of shaped slightly more like a dragon. There's no tail there. They're dressed in very shining gold, regal armor, um, you can see Lady Dawnstar, which is the gold dragonborn. She has like a very fine silver tiara on her head, and uh, she greets you from across the room as you walk in. She like goes to stand even. Edvard, Jared. <laughs> Lady Dawnstar. As always, a pleasure. It's all right. You Your beauty is astounding. I've never seen gold or bullion in my life. No, it's okay. My <laughs> what, what brings you to summon us, Lady and Lord Dawnstar? Well, um. It seems that there are some problems that we have. No, it's okay to leave. <laughs> it seems that, once again, Drakesfell has fallen into peril. Now, what? this keeps happening. We're just trying to drink and dance, and you get your guards to come down. What are the guards doing? How, why can't they help? Hmm? You, see, you see, like, a lot of the guards, like, along the, the line, the size of the room, alone are frowning and, like, looking at each other. Um, Not you guards in particular, the other guards. No, no, it's, it's fine. I know that we've called upon your services. Quite often, we're happy. No, we're happy. We're happy now. It's all a bit. So. <laughs> Perhaps we could talk about this in the war room. It would be easier to. Do you have a war room? <laughs> of course. What happens in there? I'm war. Sure. <laughs> yes. Lead on. Great. 
Warm room ahoy! Um, so uh, as she goes to walk, uh, Lord Dawnstar stands as well, um, and he's, I'll bid you adieu. I must look after the peasantry that come in and must answer the townsfolk's needs. Mm. You La- do you. <laughs> he bows, um, and you guys are led out of a door uh, into another room, up a few steps, uh, until eventually you're in a room with a very large marble desk. It seems to be like a, a large sprawling map of Drake and Hellion is set out. Um, this is what the place looks like. You can see <laughs> flags are, are planted on the different provinces and kingdoms. This is good work. This, Thank you. I'll wh- find where are we? Uh, we are right here. Is, <laughs> is there a sign saying you are here? <laughs> <laughs> There's, there, there is a flag with uh, Drake's Fells crest on it. Okay. Now, I must tell you, it is of the utmost urgency. It seems that there is a threatening force that could very well come and overtake Drakesfell even within the next day or so. But yes, Drakesfell, our forces are are paralyzed. We cannot do anything. You see, the border that we share with Hell's Gate, just here, it's very close, but it seems... Is Hell's Gate bad? It sounds bad. (laughs) It's a dwarven settlement. Oh, a main source of trade. Great. The problem is, close, <laughs> they have driven a, a horde of uh, monsters and beasts. Uh, the Hunter's Horde, we, we got a raven, it was called. Um, they are uh, a terrible gang of uh, villains who seem to be pillaging and ravaging all the villages in between. The, the dwarven fortress of Hell's Gate has driven it south towards us, but not over the border, and if we were to send any of our men, any of our Sky Knights, it would be an act of war, you see. So you need us to sneak in and, like, stab them, hug them, make them feel better emotionally? Should we, like, stab them? (laughs) Technically, I cannot tell you what to do. Ah. Wait, who would be, who would this declaration of war be against if you were to send your troops? Hell's against. Oh, because they're there. Yes. That's how object permanence works. I'll catch up. You can you two keep going. We even received uh, a raven shortly that they have a captain known as Ignar the Hungry. Ignar. <laughs> yes. Uh, has he eaten recently? <laughs> I believe from what the raven described. He is a family. In oh, front, that's, in that's front of a village. Oh, God. Oh. Yes. Is he a man? I did not specify, but I would assume not. Because uh, he ate a whole family, yeah. yes. It's a lot to eat for a man. Quite yes. a large stomach. Was yeah. one sitting? <laughs> Again, the, did he portion it off and like do a meal prep kind of thing? <laughs> I think it was a threatening thing to that village to stay to say, stay out of our way. Oh. A message. Strong message. <laughs> Super strong message. Yes. I mean, we just get letters. Yeah. <laughs> just as effective, I think, in many ways. Well, uh, we've arranged for a very well-trained hippogriff to take you right to where we think they are camped, uh, to um, Hell's Pass Gorge. I love hippogriffs, so yes. that's a big tick for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not just about the hippogriff ride. It's you, you, Saving Drakespell. Mm. Uh, of course! Yes, yes, yeah. Drakespell, oh, sure, yes. yes. But adventure. Hippogriff, Jeremy, hippogriff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to pet it. Yes, yes I, I know! know. <laughs> 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 
they could they could arrive here at any moment. Okay, okay, so, so. I'm good to go. Well, uh, lead on. No, no, no. She can't lead us. Ah, That's right. Yes. And she clicks her fingers, and uh, a guard comes up. Shall I lead them to the roost, uh, my lady? Yes. Um, and you guys are, are led <laughs> by hand. <laughs> this is not no, wait, it's this way. Because <laughs> that's where our performing space is. Uh, you guys are led up a spiral staircase uh, right to the top of uh, the parapets of uh, Drakesfell Castle. How tall is this? Uh, you must be at least like 100 feet. Uh, the picture on the sofa. Um, and you see that my hand, yeah. uh, there is a very old man with like sort of like he's got like a leather cap on, like down, and he's just holding this hippogriff. How old is he? How old does he look? <laughs> he looks like he, like a million. You you think that maybe he looks like are you 60, a million? Seven, like close to seven, 70. 60, 70. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, <laughs> it's ready! <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now what, what's the thing about hippogriffs? Do we, do we bow? Do is we, it a bow like, thing? Is it a... You don't need to bow! Oh, can we dance? Uh, there's not very much room up here, be okay. careful. Okay. Um, so, I was told that it, you wouldn't need the big saddle for gnomes, so just, you can just... Hop on this one. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. Um, just uh, can I get a boost up? Uh, I'm a bit short. Yes, can we stand on your back, older man? <laughs> I'd really prefer it if you didn't. Oh, Is we there must a stool? Uh, I'll give you a lift. Grand. And, and he proceeds to he's, he proceeds to try and help you, but no. his frail arms just. I literally <laughs> grab Jared and throw him up. Okay, with your with your uh, uh, gleaming, glistening monk muscles, you just. Throw the gnome ah! and he lands easily on the hippogriff's back. I, I pull you up. Yeah, yeah. We pull him up. I'm not going to show him. Um, <laughs> it seems like as soon as as soon as you're up there, the, the hippogriff knows exactly what to do, and its wings just and launch off into the sky. Hippogriffs um, are cool. You guys fly. I, I grab some of my rations and throw it out in front of the hippogriff. <laughs> and he's here. Just catch it through the air and like scratch it behind the. Ear. Um, it seems to appreciate. Yes. Then I scratch Jared behind the ear. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to appreciate it. <laughs> There's a, no, a lovely moment between you two. <laughs> we gaze into each other's eyes. Think of all those times on the Isle of Joy, drank and laughed and danced. Spent time together. Yes. Fought together. Loved together. Killed together. Ah. Are we good people? On <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays. Great. Sectional. <laughs> Um, you guys fly for maybe two hours. You start to get quite stiff and sore uh, in the saddle. But eventually, um, it's sort of just as... Uh, you think it's maybe, like, it's getting late. Like, the twilight is just starting to creep over the skyline. You've, you've flown over, like, vast forests and, like, mountain ranges until eventually you get to sort of this, this great vast and orange gorge, which a river runs through. Um, the trees sort of seem to drop away. There's a lot of underbrush around. I say, that looks gorgeous. Um, <laughs> the hippogriff seems upset. Like <laughs> 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 um, and and it, it, it just doesn't let you. <laughs> it just like bends its way out. You nearly fall off the saddle slightly. Um, and you guys glide down until eventually you make a landing just sort of down uh, by the, the river sort of flowing by. Um, and the hippogriff waits patiently for you guys to jump off. Um, 
I'd do that. I'd jump off the <laughs> <door. laughs> That sounds like a good move. As, as you both sort of uh, disembark from the hippogriff, it just flies off. Did we get directions of where How do we get... Is he, where did we go? You, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here, I guess. Can we smell anything? Or what can we see around us? Yeah. Uh, you know from the map that you looked at earlier <laughs> that uh, the area of the encampment was somewhere along this gorge. Jared, the area of the camp is somewhere along this gorge. I remember from the map before. We should walk along this gorge. Great. Um, we walk along the gorge. I strum a little tune on my loot axe. Yes, and I whistle a little ditty to join him. <laughs> so these two gnomes sort of stroll. Um, they're quickly, like, the gorge, the, the, the cliff sides, like, go vast, like, up either side of you. Um, it sort of starts to feel quite claustrophobic because, like, the shadow, as the sun's sort of going down, it's very dark and the shadows seem to stretch across uh, the gorge. You can see, like, every now and again, like, small animals and, like, plant life just, like, as you guys uh, go past. <laughs> what sort of plant life is there? Um, you can see, like, like, brush, occasionally, like, a few flowers. Any uh, that I might recognise or... Um, you find uh, one flower growing along uh, the riverside yep. uh, that you know to be foxgloves. Ah, I pick some and put it behind my ear. Um, <laughs> so as you, as you keep walking, it slowly turns to night. And with your gnomish eyes, you're able to see in tones of black and white, maybe 60 feet ahead of you. But like, I love Lucy. I thought you loved me. Nice flower. Thank you. Um, as, <laughs> as as night falls, do you keep travelling, or do you? Uh, oh, for, for a little bit, we keep going. Yes, for yeah. a little. Bit. Okay. Yeah. About two to four hours into darkness, and then we probably get a bit tired after that. Okay. Um, so you're travelling along and uh, Jaren you start to get this very uneasy feeling um, sort of like the hairs on the back of your neck start to stand up and for a split second you thought as the sort of the gorge bends you, th- you think you see two sets of eyes in front of us in front of you sort of just like it's sort of mixed in with some underbrush there's like the, the, the craggy rock is like Obscuring, but you think you see like this sort of like orange. Can I see anything? Edvard, no, you you okay. are you are like walking, you're like looking at. Great landscape. Hold up a hand. Building. You hold up a hand. Yeah, I, I to stop him and, and I point over there and I, I start to draw my chime blade. And I draw my skimitar. Okay. Um, did you do this? Try and do this quietly. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, you both managed to draw them completely silently. Somehow, through the magic of this weapon, the bells don't ring even as you pull it out. And the pitchfork doesn't make it. No sound. Um, do you guys, it's maybe like 30 feet in front of you. Do you step towards it? I say, here kitty, kitty. <laughs> I say, shut up. <laughs> the eyes just disappear. Oh. <laughs> uh, I put back my chime blade. I don't put back my scimitar. Because <laughs> that's awful and terrifying. Um, do we sense anything still? or no? Uh, I mean, you sense that you no longer see them anymore. Great. I um, keep walking. Can I sit and channel <laughs> and feel 
and become sensitive yes. to a life force. As, as Edvard sits, sort of like sits cross-legged, he like starts breathing deeply. You've seen him do this once before, you don't need to. Um, and you sort of just like reach out your senses. And you can just very faintly hear just a... Jared! Jared! It's definitely still there. <laughs> Redraw my chances. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, I creep up on it. You creep up on it uh, and go like where I think is behind where it would be, <laughs> <laughs> which is zero point of reference. Wait, he can see it. <laughs> okay. From where its eyes were. Okay. So, so the two, the two, the two gnomes. Yeah. You, you go with him or no? Yes. Yeah. I, I get okay. up. So you both. But we kind of do a pincer movement. Okay. Well, there's, <laughs> there's a river and they're in front of you. <laughs> Hmm? There's a river and oh. they're in front of you, so you'd like widen, but you'd still both end up at the same point. <laughs> it's it's up. Up. Okay, so as you guys sort of close around, um, you go behind this underbrush and there's seemingly nothing there. Um, and then you both sort of like turn your heads at the same time and you see <laughs> this enormous hulking beast. It sort of looks half like a bear, but with the face and feathers of an oh, owl. Oh, razor sharp, razor sharp beak. Its whole body is sort of tensed, waiting for you. There's just sort of like a moment of silence as you each look into each other's eyes. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Witty as always. What do you do? Uh, I, patient defense, I get ready for an attack. Okay. I just, I, I rebel of my chime blade and leap at it. Okay, so as you, as you leap towards it, and you like plunge directly towards it, that the Albert paces back a couple of steps and it sort of like just sings into the air. Yeah. Um, your spell not managing to hit it or go off. And you just hear uh, from slightly further away, just stop, stop, please, stop. What? Who's there? Don't attack the Albert. I, li I, I like the Crimson King for some light. Okay, so what just... do you, you, you require some words to light. Yes. Me. So I take the scimitar that I have ready to go and I, I push it up against my face and I say, Wow, you're a pretty little thing, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and it knows my touch and it knows my voice. So it bursts into flames. The, the ruby sort of glints and right next to your face. And I say, I always do that. <laughs> the, fire, the fire doesn't burn you, it seems. Uh, and With it just friends. feels like warm. Um, and you see, sort of like, rushing from the darkness in, in your vision of black and white, you see a, a small figure. He seems to be sort of roughly the same height as you. It, it may be like half a foot shorter. He has sort of like leathers. He's got a hood over his head. Uh, he has a bow strung over his back. Stop, stop, stop. Who are you? What, what, is, what is this? You're not, you're not gnolls, you're not hobgoblins, you're not goblins. You're no, 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 we're gnomes. You're gnomes. No, yes. we're gnomes. Sorry. Sent from Drakesville. It's hard to see. Uh, this, uh, this owlbear. And he goes and puts his hand up next to it. Um, and it seemingly, like, relaxes a lot. I, I put my chime blade back. This is my owlbear. Sorry, is it still dark? Should I keep this It's very or? dark. You can okay. just see each other with the... We can see each other with yeah. that yeah. night vision. Yeah, you can. Right. Um, I, I, I take the fire off the sword. <laughs> I put it back in my... Um, well, what's your name, sir? My name is Thomas Flitnook. Nice to meet you, Thomas. I'm Jaren. This is Edvard. Edvard. And you are? That's Olive. Uh, Olive? Olive. 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 The, the like, is it a pun? I had never thought of that. I think. Good. It's good, yeah. 
I don't know, I just don't really like puns. <laughs> you may not like me, then. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you doing what here? What are you doing here? What are you uh, doing I here? Asked first. I, I was searching for uh, the, the creatures that have taken my family. We heard there was evil things in oh. here, and we, we want to, you know, help. We heard about a family. Like, yeah. In, in, were, were, were they eaten? No. I oh, not. good, good. Not you then. We thought we were going to be the bearer of bad news there, but that's all good then. There's, they call themselves the Hunter's Horde. I yes. was tracking a couple of them just a moment ago. Yeah, we're here to kill the leader. The, the, a, a hungry, a hungry boy? Hunt, yeah, Ingvar the hungry lad. A hungry man. Yeah. Ingvar, <laughs> Ingvar the hungry. The can't decide about the KFC box he wants to order. <laughs> What's KFC? What? Hmm? <laughs> what? So, <laughs> all right, let me get this straight. I and he just sits on a rock nearby. Well, I sit too. I've uh, all friends. Is it right if we if we make a fire or something? It's sort of hard to see your faces. Of course, of course, please. Um, and he sets about setting up a fire quickly, it's a very small one. Um, and quickly enough, he has enough dry branches and a bit of flint and tinder that he lights one in front of him. Oh, I could have just used this. <laughs> I like the terms of king. Thanks, thanks for watching me it's make a fire. Is. No, you're very good at it. It's lit now. Put it, put it away. Okay, sleep now, my baby. <laughs> I, I'm part of a. My family travels from village to village, and we were moving through this gorge and we got ambushed. Uh, I think I was the only person who, uh, but again, didn't get taken. It was me and Olive. Um, Do you know which way they went? Yes, I know where their camp is. I was just trying to take off stragglers so that it would be easier for me to sneak in and free my family. We, we want to sneak in. Can, can you help us sneak we, in? We can help get your family back, for sure. Yes. For sure. Well, we plan uh, on <laughs> killing lots of bad people. The main thing I, I really need is a... Uh, a dad. <laughs> he just sort of like looks at you. You can see like there's there's almost like tears welling in his eyes. Oh yeah. A dad and a mom and a couple of sisters and several pets. A large horse called Toby. Okay, don't get greedy. <laughs> what do you mean about saving them? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> those things taken. You wanted that on top of yes. I thought it was like a family thing. They were all they were all captured. And even the horses. Yes, I have so many oh. cousins. They've been they've so been rounding up all the big animals around this area. Oh. Do you know what for? I believe they like to train them to fight. Uh, they use them to pull their wagons. They terror. Terror. Me and Olive only just barely avoided them. Well, time to go. But wait, save so, your family. I, well, it's night time. Perhaps oh. I look at the sundial on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no sun. Casting light. <laughs> Is that a gnome thing? Yes, yes. Uh, you can buy it in the circus of the Isles of Joy. We are super eccentric. You <laughs> should see how we breathe. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think, I think I might have a bit of a plan. I was going to use Olive, but if you could create some sort of distraction tomorrow at dawn, then I could sneak in and free my family. Distraction's our middle name. <laughs> we can definitely do that. Well, my middle name is Jeeves, but yes. Yes. Uh, we, we can definitely create distractions. We're very distractible. Yes. yes. <laughs> very loud. So am I. In case you haven't noticed. Yes. All right. Well, do you need sleep? Uh, some. A bit. <laughs> yes. All right. Do, well. do you want us to share watch as we sleep? All right. Do you need some food? We have rations. No. Yes, actually. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Here's some. 
Okay, so as you guys uh, sort of talk, he seems to sort of quiet down. It doesn't take him long to, even though he agreed to share watch, it doesn't take him long to fall asleep. You sort of notice that he seems to be exhausted somewhat. Uh, he falls asleep against uh, this large owlbear. Um, and you guys take take watch over the night. I'll start. You alternate. Mm. Throughout the night, you, neither of you seem to see or hear anything. Um, at one point, Jaren, you're sort of startled by a fish jumping out of the river nearby. Um, and uh, Edvard, you just meditate through uh, your watch. And soon, as the dawn rises, um, Thomas wakes up on his own. Um, he seems to just start packing his stuff. All right. Ready? Let's go. Lead on, sir. Uh, he sort of leads you up through a trail and eventually sort of up the sides of this gorge um, through a very sort of narrow uh, cliff face path. Uh, there are a few times even you guys, as small as gnomes, you think it's probably lucky that you're this big because a man uh, full size would probably not be able to fit across it. Um, and you're led through along the edge of the gorge until eventually you start to see smoke rising in the distance and you see sort of like a rough encampment with uh, sharp posts sort of driven in a ring along the outside and a ditch has been dug uh, very in a very military fashion. Um, you can see sort of these rough lean-to watchtowers made of cut down trees, uh, very young trees, um, and you can see stationed uh, atop it even from a distance is uh, a this sort of very small figure um, like looking out. Uh, you're, you're roughly like several hundred feet away so you, like hiding from the underbrush, so you can't quite make it out at this point. Thomas turns to you. All right, now, I've heard uh, that Ignar the Hungry is a big fan of a show, so I'm sure if you uh, Wait, go to that. demand to speak to him, then I, I think he may oblige. But uh, I think this might be where we part, and hopefully we see you again. Best of luck finding your family. I hope they haven't been eaten <laughs> yet. Me too. If they were, I'm sure it was quick. <laughs> he just turns. Bye! <laughs> and Albert just like... And, and leads off. Um, I start playing a tune and walking towards the gate, singing... We're here to entertain the king. 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 You just, you just hear just like a... As a crossbow bolt just like lands right here. They're attacking, Jared. They're attacking. I saw the arrow. Shot. Oh, again. There comes another one. We're, we're, we're here to entertain. We're, we're entertaining the we're king. We're entertainers. Travelling entertainers. Make the war effort feel a little bit more fun. Lively. Ooh, simply. I've got an instrument here. Yes. Please don't shoot us. Can we approach? Ignore the lead part. I'm going to approach. You just hear You hear a voice from a distance. You're like, what do you want? We want oh, to entertain. We're here to entertain the king. We're here to entertain the king. We're here to entertain the king. We're here to you see, from 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 as you get closer, dancing and singing, you see there is a small goblin uh, with like very uh, like greasy black hair, green skin. Like his teeth are just like mesh. He's got a crossbow. He's up. Is, I is he's done with your hair, sir. He like looks down at you from the watchtower, just utterly confused. How far away are we? At this point? Uh, you're maybe 60 feet away. Okay, cool. So what the egg? Yeah, you're yeah, very yeah. up into it. You can see they're just like barely into the encampment. There doesn't seem to be gates or anything. It's just, but you can see sort of these wooden cages of spikes 
holding in creature. You can just see around the corner, you can see that there is a bear just being held. It's like pacing around in uh, this sort of like cage of spikes. Um, you can see that there's like several goblins like scurrying back and forth in this encampment. Um, and this goblin looks down. He picks up a horn just... Uh, is that good? Is that good? I, I think that means we're going to entertain the king. We're here to entertain the king. We're here to entertain the king. Several, uh, this, there are like several goblins come out along with uh, this one um, hobgoblin, which is like very similar to a goblin but much st- bigger build. He's got like dark red skin uh, and a blue nose, and sort of just like he's he's dressed in like chainmail. He has a sword on his side. Yes, you too. What are you here for? Oh, oh, we've just on. been singing. Haven't you heard the song? Way to entertain the king. We're just We've done it enough. <laughs> Come with me. Lean on, Great. sir. And like you see, like the goblins, like just go up behind you. They have like these sort of long spears and just like trail them. You can feel them just like gently poke into your back as you're led forward. You're good at sharpening those. Um, Owie. Uh, <laughs> you're led. You're led uh, through this encampment. You can see there are sort of like these tents that have been propped up. Um, you can see there is a uh, several different animals have been caged in. You can see like there's a tree with just cages hanging off it with different birds in it. Um, is there a tree caged up like an ant? Like a, like a tree thing? <laughs> Please tell me there's a tree man. There's a tree yes! man. There is a tree man. Uh, there, there seems to be, uh, they're, they're actually like sort of spikes with like flaming uh, torches around him so that he won't like leave anywhere nearby. Um, and you guys are led all the way to a very large tent. There are sort of furs dragged over it. Um, this must be the king's tent. Yes. For sure, for sure. And I start playing my instrument. You! Yes! Don't play that! <laughs> but, but when you. Put it away! Your weapons! Didn't you. Your weapons! That's not a weapon. This, this is an instrument. Can you see? It's a loot. Let me rip that blade off. No, that's not a blade. That's for tuning. It, it's it, <laughs> see, it's like a tuning fork. You yeah. flick it and it makes a sound. See? Uh, and I've got this tuning fork that I whack against it. You see? see? Dung! We're entertaining travelers. See? <laughs> we travel and entertain. Mostly kings. <laughs> we, we've heard this king likes entertainment. Yes. He just, he just points at the two goblins and he says something like and they both sort of like hold their spears like right up to your necks. He goes, fine, keep the weapons. Won't make any difference. And he leads you into... Uh... <laughs> you guys do that look? <laughs> oh yes, with, with bravado. <laughs> he leads you in. Um, you can see sort of sitting on a chair with lots of different furs over it is... Uh, this creature that is half man, half hyena. He has a large leather whip around his side. He has sort of like scraps of leather and chain mail. He seems to have a necklace with a hand just disembodied, just dangling. What's off the it. smell like? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> I, right. Do we like maintain like not making a face when we like breathe in this disgusting stench? Does it hit us like a ton of breeze? Edvard, through your perfection of your body, you manage to close your nostrils. <laughs> Jared, <opening> them. <laughs> Jared, but you close it further up. Oh, okay. uh, Jaren, uh, you you do smell the rotting flesh in here, and it nearly makes you wretch. Uh, and 
Steps up towards you, he like towers over you, like nearly at nine feet or something. Oh, like nine feet? Yeah. He like the, the tent has been made big for him. <laughs> he sort of like as as you guys enter in, you can see like his mouth just dripping, um, and uh, he's sort of like licking his lips. And, he's, and how are you going to entertain me? Well, oh. we have a tale of Igvar. He couldn't satisfy his hunger. Igvar. He was a hunger boy, and. We are entertainers. This is how good your performance is. <laughs> and as on my final strum, I cast lightning bolt right onto Ignar. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're here to entertain the king. Okay. And as I strike that uh, electric ditty on my loot axe. Um, um, no, just as no? just before, as you start wow. to <laughs> as you start to oh. mutter words underneath your breath, and your fingers start to play along yeah. it, like you see, like the sparks of electricity dancing on along your fingers. Yeah. Um, you see the goblin that had its spear just underneath your neck, just like press into it, and it just lifts your hands away to that. I reaction. grab his head. I grab his head. <laughs> Not a goblin's head. Oh. Similarly, Edvard, just as soon as you go to grab, it's just like right underneath oh, you. Christ. So they were like right there. Like, yes, yeah. they, they, are, they are waiting to watch you do something. Should have checked. <laughs> um, well. So you want to fight? No. no. This is just the. the is, uh, it's, it's an electric loot axe. Yeah, not this is for a light show. You should see it. It's really. Oh, we'll have a show. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a show. This is a show. And as he like howls, just like to, to the sky, you just see like. The hobgoblin like grabs both of your shoulders and just pulls you off the ground out of the room and you two are dragged. You see like the camp is just in a flurry of activity as stakes are being pulled out. You guys are drawn over to the side of this gorge um, where uh, they have sort of placed spikes in to make an arena of sorts. Um, I mean, we can work theater of the round. You guys are (laughs) thrown into the center of this arena and uh, you see Ignar just on the outside and he un- unfastens his whip and he goes, Fetch them a beast! And like cracks it. Um, and Do we still have spears at our throats? Uh, no, at this point you're there. Great, I cast lightning bolt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't take the whip at this so They should have done. <laughs> uh, okay, so as, as, you, as you like sort of like get skid into the center, you just stand up and start playing your lute <laughs> with a fevered uh, expression on your face. And dancing between the strings of it, shoots out a tremendous lightning bolt that cracks along, <laughs> that cracks along the field um, and arcs straight for Igor. Um, he sort of just like looks around and cackling, <laughs> and it just yes. shatters yes. against him. Um, and uh, he just sort of like skids to the ground, 
uh, smoke trailing off him, all the goblins and hobgoblins around you just sort of like wait, their breath sort of stop for a moment. It's a good light show. Can I get <laughs> Until you just hear. <laughs> just standing back up. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> he looks wor- like a lot worse for wear. There's just like singed fur. He goes, This is going to be fun. Fetch the beast! And he screams at one of these goblins and says, just rushes off. But um, he's still there. He's still there, and he like steps into the ring with you. Is there anyone else around us? Uh, there seems to be like sort of spikes all around, yeah. uh, and you just hear like being dragged. Just <laughs> oh, I take out my uh, scimitar and light crimson king. What? <laughs> As you light it, um, you see the same large owlbear that you saw before be dragged into the ring and sort of pushed by lots of goblins spiking at it. Um, being pushed into the ring until eventually it sort of like tumbles in. I drop the sword and I walk towards it. Okay. Uh, I give you some food out of my... Um, I take the yeah. rations. Yeah. What do you say? I say... Olive. <laughs> you know me. You've seen me. Take this food from my hand and we will defeat these bastards. <laughs> As you say this to the owl's eyes, which was... <laughs> As it goes to reach out, you just hear a... on the back of this owl there and just... Olive! Olive! Seemingly just like. Can I mimic Thomas's voice? You may try. What do you say? Owl of. It's me. It's me, Thomas. It's your pal. We're gonna get my family on. Mom and dad. Sisters. A horse for some reason. It's pretty good. snarls at you once and turns back yes. and even with as the whip cracks it slashes once up against Ignar um, and he lets out like a howling cry just, <laughs> and he just cracks the owlbear once in the face and like pushes it out of the way and moves towards the two of you okay. Ignar wearing anything metal uh, he is he's wearing sort of like scraps of chain mail around him great I'm gonna cast hit metal on him okay so, uh, how do you do that? I, I um, play a very hot tune on <laughs> So you quickly like, play the tune in the notes, and he's just like, that's not going to work. And then his, the metal around him starts to glow red hot until suddenly it sears into his flesh, and he drops his whip with like the metal barbs yes. that are all along the handle. And what's that? No! And it's just at that moment, um, I start to say, we're here to entertain the king, we're here to entertain the king. And with, uh, uh, you hear just a tremendous and crack, and you just see just in the distance that uh, the torches have been thrown away from this ent, this tree creature's location, as you see just a darting Thomas skirting from cage to cage, throwing things out of the way. There's several other halflings you don't even know, just like running back and forth. Goblins without any idea what to do. And it's just utter chaos all over. You see like a tent on fire. 
um, you see goblins scrambling around, um, and Ignar, like, just as the, even as the metal burns into him, he just, like, strides over to you, Edvard, and just quickly, like, grabs you once along the neck. I grab his, uh, uh, wrist. Yep. And with all the key I have, with all of the universal energy within my cells and within my being, I push away his hand, or I attempt to, as is the way of this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a critical fail. (laughs) You just, you just... (laughs) Your hands wrap around hot metal. Jaren, do you do anything? Um, I, oh, I do have to do something. I, I draw my chime blade. I, yeah. I undo one of the bells and I ring it, and 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 that causes the the shatter effect. The, you the, slice the, across him, and I slice across his his, um, his neck. I, okay. I, yeah. So as you see your gnomish brother being like lifted up yeah. um, by the neck, you just dart forward and slash across his back. Yeah. And as the bell rings out, uh, just like a terrible noise cracks through the air, um, and. Uh, it's seemingly like just you just see like blood trickle out of his ears somewhat, <laughs> and he sinks to the ground, uh, releasing you, Edvard. And it's just at that moment where another halfling, uh, Thomas rather, just sprints up with a, st- a small stick, <laughs> hits him once in the head, then I'll just stick it to him, Thomas. <laughs> Edvard, do you do <laughs> The null gets stronger. <laughs> no, what do you do? Oh, um, I use my flurry of blows. Uh, raw fists, just going at it. Okay. Just, just pummeling, chest pummels. So as you quickly just throw your fists, yeah. it's like to Jaren, it just seems like a blur of, of fists just flying at him. His face just like... And he just falls to the ground, unconscious. I stand on top of his chest. And as you do, all the goblins and the, the remaining... Creatures that are still around, loyal, just like looking about. They're oh. halflings. And then they I acrobat onto Jared's shoulders, making us the height of a real man. Yes. <laughs> Did you say anything? We are now the Goblin King. <laughs> bow! Bow! Goblins and hobgoblins. There's a moment of silence, and they all just flee. Or <laughs> <laughs> flee! That's so, true! In, in the wake of the carnage, as creatures are let out, and freed and fires are put out, soon you are suddenly thrust upon the gratitude of a huge halfling family that has just been saved from the brink of death. They're all the same size as you. It seems that, that like, just almost immediately from being freed and the danger being over, they are playing songs, they are singing, uh, there are fires, like, they, like, seem to be pushing off the tents off the side of the roads, uh, and you guys, as, as... The, the rest of the day goes on. All they do is just embrace each other, enjoying the fact that they're what all still alive. What do we do alive. with Ingvar's corpse? What do you do with Ingvar's Well, what do we do? We, we search it for goodly possessions. Yes, even, ba- even badly ones. Um, uh, you don't find much on him. Okay. Huh. You, find, you find, like, several uh, pieces of coin, just shiny stuff. You know uh, what we do? We bury him in an unmarked grave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest insult. <laughs> 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 oh, 
good stuff. All, all the half, like yeah. all the Flipnote yeah. family join in. Everybody pisses on the We dance on his grave. Just picking it up like the rain, like a good old Irish jig. Right on top of it. And soon the day is over, and the night dwindles down, and seemingly all of this horrible encampment has been like pushed off the side of the gorge it's just oh! <laughs> just oh. a whole family of people pushing up <laughs> <laughs> the we can do it once. why are we doing it like this oh. surely we can take it past and yeah, no. keep pushing okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, after that you uh, make the journey back to Drakesfell until finally you get to the city gates that you know so well well, wasn't there a hippogriff? Couldn't we have flown back? I think he left. Ah. <laughs> Great. It, I don't know the return call. It's, it's ah. a joyful journey back as you travel with uh, the halflings. Oh. Um, and when you say your farewells at the gates, um, as they're going to keep moving on, uh, Thomas is thank you so much. Our pleasure. You've done me a great service. Anytime. I'll spread, I'll spread word of your names. Thank you. Oh, sing songs song. of us. Yes, we will. This you one, you better. We want to entertain. We're we here to entertain, entertain the king. We we forgot our good song. That's All right. the halflings just like singing that song, just like <laughs> keep going on their cartridge rolling. Um, and as you are sort of welcomed back to Drakesfell, Lady Dawnstar thanks you, bequeaths you thousands of pieces of gold, oh, land, so titles. Again? And more land! I have a huge estate! I have my 12 names no. now! Oh, all these titles! Nothing to do with it! Drink? Drink! Yes! Need <laughs> whiskey! Whiskey! Yeah. All of that good merriment! <laughs> well! That was The Hunger of Hell's Pass. You had Raymond Martini and Luke Mason playing Edvard and Jaren, as always. You had James Coloppi operating the sound design and Millie Holton co-producing the live show with me. If you enjoyed that and want to come along, the remaining show dates are the 16th and 23rd of March. The next episode released will be a traditionally recorded fable, opening a new chapter of adventure. Thank you, as always, for listening. And if you enjoyed it, please support the show by telling your friends or giving us a nice review on iTunes. Well, that's all for this week. My name is Matthew Jackson, and this was Fate and Fables. Fables.